Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I am Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Thanks for tuning in. It is April 8th and episode 45, day 23 of the COVID-19 response. That's right, 23 days of staying at home, getting to know family even better than you thought you already did. (laughs) Today is Passover. And, um, you know, we can't really put blood on the the mantle of our doors like they did back in the day when the Israelis were leaving Egypt. But um, so today we we decided that we were going to put like a red cloth around our door, red ribbon to symbolize that same blood. Because I think it's important. What's going on all around us is a scourge a death we cannot see. You know, we can't see this virus. And I think it's really important for us to be, to have hope. And I know, you know, that some of this information that we're hearing online and in the news does not seem completely honest, but there are people dying. And whether or not this this virus is real or not, it has affected the whole world, and you can't deny that. And that is uh, pretty impressive, actually, that this would affect so many people. And um, so we put a, a red cloth outside the door to symbolize the blood of the lamb that protects our home. And um, it, it was good. We even did a, a Passover uh feast well not a feast feast <clears throat> we had a little bit of wine and some unleavened bread and we celebrated passover here at the house so if you do that and you've already done that i i salute you You're doing well to remember the way god took the people of israel out of egypt and let's get down to the tax brass tax Let's look at our numbers for the COVID-19 response. Now, remember, I'm talking about security for security professionals, and I was mentioning how we must have clear communication. If we don't have clear communication, if our message across the board is not clear and transparent and easy, easily executable, then we run the risk of creating doubt in our stakeholders and especially our employees. And this is where we're seeing it. I mean, this is information that is coming out of the, um, the these trusted sources are not 100% right. And when it's not like that, it creates this doubt. <clears throat> so New York City. So if I went to the New York City Department of Health uh, let's see here. It's the New York City Department of Health website. And according to them, the deaths as of 4-8 p.m., excuse me, 4-8, 5 p.m., is 4260, 4,260. And the deaths that they had registered yesterday was 3,544. So they had an increase of 700 and 16 people died from yesterday till today. That is what has been reported as of uh, 
I guess, close of business, COB, 5 p.m. Then I can go to the John Hopkins University and their page, their COVID uh, Coronavirus Resource Center, says that in New York City, they have a total of 4571 deaths. Now, 4571 and compared to New York City, <clears throat> gives us a delta of 311 people that we just don't know if they're alive or dead <clears throat> or if we should consider them dead because of coronavirus or not. Quite an interesting delta. And again, it just kind of goes back to this clear being clear when we have a crisis management. That communication piece is is crucial. I thought it was really funny when I was doing a crisis management training in Brazil. The the manager of the of the facility, and we're talking about a large facility. I mean, over a thousand people working in this one facility, and I'm talking to them and telling them how to do a crisis management a pre, uh, a team. And what he said was funny. He was like, "Well, I want to be the the leader." And I said, okay, that's, that's fine. You know, there's a lot of responsibility in that. And I totally understand that you want to be the leader. Um, it's going to take a lot of, a lot of time. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes, yes, yes. And I gave him all the reasons why it wasn't necessarily the best idea for him to be the lead, uh, the commander of the crisis management team, but he wanted to do it anyway. And then uh, when we were talking about communications, he said, I want to be the, the head of communications too. <laughs> And it's it's really not. So I'm laughing because they're two different functions, and the the communication piece must be so in tune, not only with the information that is being sent out internally, but the information sending out externally, and they have to be monitoring the information that may be floating around, the rumors so that they can head these things off to keep things clear. It's very important for a crisis management to make sure that the message that is the true message is the message that's being talked about and promoting, promoted, not what some people think they should promote. So back to the coronavirus, I thought it was really interesting today, Fauci, uh, Dr. Fauci and Burks, Dr. Burks, have redone their projections for COVID-19 for this year. This also really <clears throat> damages your crisis management team to do so many reevaluations and projections. You know, in a crisis, it's easy to, to say, to, to come up with some strange ideas and strange numbers, and we throw out a lot, many times large numbers. <clears throat> especially in the team. But when that information comes out to the public, it should be as clear, it should be as perfect as possible because if you go back and try to adjust those numbers, it doesn't show, it doesn't help the confidence level of the stakeholder. And so here we have Fauci and Burks. <clears throat> uh, about a month ago, a month ago, they came out and they said that there was going to be 2.2 million deaths in the United States. That was their projections. That was only a month ago. 2.2 million deaths. Well, of course, if you hear that, you're just gonna you're, you're jumping out of your socks. You want to take care of things. You want to you want to get things, make things right. 
Well, today they reevaluated. They've they've changed their numbers quite a few times since that time. But today they came up with their latest number, which is there's only going to be 60,000 deaths in the United States from COVID-19. Kind of interesting, right? You're probably thinking 60,000. That sounds really familiar. Well, if it does sound familiar, you are correct. 60,000 is actually the amount of people that normally die every year based on uh, of the flu. Every year, we lose 60,000, about 60,000 people every year to the flu. <clears throat> and now we're saying that we're going to do the same thing with COVID-19. That would say, well, okay, well, well, well Gabriel, that, that means that 60,000 will die of the flu and 60,000 of the COVID, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. Because Dr. Burks also said that anyone who dies that has the COVID, has tested positive for COVID, they will be called a COVID death. So <clears throat> let's say you have COVID, but as you're walking outside the hospital, a piece of the doomed spacecraft enterprise falls on top of you and crushes you. They would not say that as, a, as an accidental death or they would not attribute it to space debris. They would say that was a COVID-19 death. Pretty weird, right? Just does not make sense. Why would they do that? Why would they purposefully inflate their numbers if they have a positive you know, COVID case? Why, why use that? Well, there's many reasons and I'm not going to get into them. <clears throat> I'm sure you could probably imagine a few, especially when it comes with uh, comes to dollars and endorsements. And I think that's what we're what we're seeing here. Sad, but definitely true. And it's not something that uh, I'm making up. It's out there. You can see it videotaped of the Dr. Burks uh, talking about it. So, well, I thank you very much for what's going on. I want to add a few things. Let's talk about what we are doing to stay positive, positively focused, a positive mindset. What are you doing? I hope you're staying alert and aware. I hope you're going outside and getting some sunshine. Remember, we talked about the six things that you need to do. <clears throat> well, sunshine is definitely one of them. Eating fresh fruits. And so today, I made some amazing <clears throat> Excuse me, amazing fresh food for my daughter. I made a turmeric noodle um, stir fry with with uh, chicken thighs. It was great. It was fantastic, and of course she loved it. She is the best audience ever. If I ever open up a restaurant, I make sure I'm going to make sure that all my family are the ones that go because they sing my praises all the time. I'm not saying I'm a good cook. I'm just saying that um, I, I pay my family very well to say that I'm a good cook. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I enjoy food and I enjoy staying positive. I'm hope you, hoping that you too are staying positive. If you are enjoying this podcast, you're enjoying learning about security and crisis management, if you're learning how to, what a security professional does, please you know, subscribe to this channel. I would really appreciate it. Send this around, tell friends about it, have them, have them uh, subscribe to it too. It'd make my day. Well, thank you, and I'll see you tomorrow.